This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome in to The Odds Couple, the best gambling show going, presented by PropSwap. I'm Randy Merkin, filling in for the vacationing Carmen DeFalco, and it's my pleasure to welcome in the star of the show, Mike North. Mike, how are you? There are no stars here. We just get results, my friend. How are you, Randy? Is it, by the way, last week, ladies and gentlemen, another 2-0 week for your guy here, Villanova, and then Randy and I. What did we do to prepare for this show? To prepare. What do we do? We Mike? decided to take Wisconsin. Yes. <laughs> yes. And we got even with everybody after we took a tumble about a month ago with Wisconsin. We jumped right back in with them, and at least they had a little taste of victory for a very frustrating year, my friend. And they also, I sent messages to some of their families thanking them very much. And, Mike, isn't that the best kind of win? When the, I mean, that game was over. Halfway through the first half, North, you could tell North Carolina just had no interest in being there. No. They, they, they weren't doing anything. They couldn't play defense, they, and they were just letting Wisconsin get away with whatever they wanted offensively. And those are the best games where you can just kind of sit back, watch the game, and know it's a win. Not even Wisconsin, who's had issues closing games out, could, could screw that game up. Well, I'll give you one even better, Rand. And this was uh, one that I didn't expect, but all, you, all week long, I asked everybody to meet me at Daily Plaza. Uh, all the people that bet Loyola. Uh, there were four people there. Uh, one guy uh, and Sister Jean showed up holding a balloon. I mean, uh, <laughs> nobody really thought I stepped out, put a little more than couch change on Loyola. I'd been hearing all the talk. They are a, t- a top defensive team. They have only one guy. Only one guy, folks. I don't know if this has ever happened in uh, in college. One guy averaging over double, uh, averaging double figures, Crutwick. Right. He averages 15 points a game. The other four guys that start of the rest of the team averages under nine. This Crazy. is a coach. This is a coach. And by the way, Porter Moser, we know each other. You've been by when I coached at Notre Dame with Tom Less and all Kevin Clancy and all those guys. We built the program. When you came up and told me you were going to turn things around at Loyola, well, I had heard that five times before. And I know that everybody wants him to go to this place, Indiana, or that place. Leave the guy alone until after the tournament. And, you know, maybe he'll be the, maybe he could turn Loyola, Randy, into the the Midwest Gonzaga. Because it's looking that way right now. It it is. And so your advice to him would be stay. stay. Because you know what? He's the highest paid administrator at Loyola. Here's the thing I don't understand. Uh, He gets 800 grand a year. It's a Jesuit school. They own all the property from, I mean, my God, Devon, Sheridan, all that beautiful. Winthrop, Kenmore, they built, knocked down buildings. They do. They got a million things going, plus Mundelein's over there. It's a beautiful thing. But I don't understand Shaka Smart gets hired by Marquette, which is a Jesuit school. Uh, I know they spend more money each year on basketball. Uh, he went over there. He's going to have to recruit against some pretty strong people, including his neighbor, Porter Moser. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But it seems to me the Jesuits in Chicago are cheaper than the Jesuits out there in Wisconsin, Randy. Yeah, you know, and and the Shaka Smart move is not a crazy move, Mike, only because I think what he'd 
Uh, he's 0-5 in the tournament, or 0-6 in the tournament of Texas, and... It, it fizzled on him. It's, he's on, it's a, it really, I mean, it's the Big East, but it's an arrow-pointing-down job for him. And, Mike, when you saw how they lost to yes. Abilene Christian, and then seeing what UCLA did to Abilene Christian the next game, I saw some a college basketball writer tweet out, Purdue and Texas have some explaining to do after the way North Texas and Abilene Christian played in the second round. So... I'm not surprised at all uh, that Shaka left, and I totally agree with you on on the Porter Moser part. That I think that he his best fit is to stay right where he is right now. Yeah, he's, he's building a dynasty there. Now the only problem is, you know, and, and money. But, well, money, and also that it's a one bid league. So if if you don't yeah. win your, you know, this year they would have probably gone if they didn't win their their conference championship. But it usually is a one bid league, Mike. So that's a usually, a lot but of pressure. Did they, didn't they have more than one this year? Uh, was Drake? Is Drake? Drake in their was. League? You're right. Drake. Drake was also. So yes. I mean, I understand that, but he's making a name for himself. Where he might get the benefit of the doubt, like Mark Few did. I mean, Mark Few. Look at their team. Looks great, and I've been panning them that they're not going to win it all. And it's minus. It's still minus two ten that they're not going to win it all. That doesn't mean they won't. They impressed the daylights out of me. But I'm going to tell you something. I had the worst double beat of my life last last Saturday or last last week. I took Gonzaga. I mean, I took the under, eighty-four, Randy, in the Gonzaga game. Wait, which for, was that the second game or the first? Yeah, game? the second, second game okay. for Gonzaga, under eighty-four and under one fifty-six and a half. If somebody can explain to me, and I'm going to make a little prediction now, because when I played college ball, junior college at Truman Ball, uh, and and I played basketball, every kid knew what the lines were, and I'm seeing guys, and I know Lon Kruger, who by the way just retired, and what a tremendous career he yes. had. But I know Lon Kruger, down 12 to 14 to 16 points, wasn't telling the Oklahoma center, the guy that looked like a, you know, a hippie back in the day, smoking, a, you know, sitting in a passenger side, to foul with 10 seconds left, 20 seconds left. And to take the total to 158 where it should have been under 156 and a half, and to take the individual total of Gonzaga, which I took the under, to 87. It was unbelievable. They got they kept going to the foul line, being down 12 to 14. Why do you want to keep doing that? It's torturous enough to lose it unless you want to get your name on TV. Boy, boy that really is a bad beat. That's, two bad beats. That's two bad beats. And, you know, that happens a lot at you know, the end of these games, Mike, where there's – you're just you're praying with when you have something like that. You're like don't don't foul him. Don't don't let let the clock run out. They right? they foul and this guy's fouled. I was guy watching with 10 that game, so left. yes, I I know exactly. What I you're go, what about. are you doing? And yeah. everybody got anybody that took the under got destroyed. And I'm going to make a little prediction to everybody. This may be outlandish, like all my predictions that I'm usually right about. Within three years, there'll be a college betting scandal. I'm not going to say that anybody's on the, doing it now. But I'm going to tell you something. There's too much information out there. There's buddies of buddies that play on these teams that can tell a buddy, boy, this is going to be a high-scoring game, blah, blah, blah. And that's not to say that they're going to do it, Randy, mm-hmm. but friends of theirs. I used to joke about Magic Johnson. They'd have the over easy. And then with the last minute and a half, you know, they're only up by three. They're slowing the ball down, you know? Nobody played with the point spread more than Magic Johnson back in the day. And let me give you a football coach that played with the spread, two guys, better than anybody in the history of the game. One to cover and one not. Are you ready? Go ahead. Tom Osborne from Nebraska. The alumni made sure he won every game 55 to nothing. And Lou Holtz 
of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, they were always close games for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, it's just stuff that makes you go, yeah, mm. yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It always does. This is the Odds Couple presented by Props Up, Randy Merkin, in for Carmen Falco along with Mike North. And, Mike, uh, you know, you mentioned Gonzaga. It's still, what, minus 220, you said, to, yes. to win the championship right now? No, minus, if you bet them. Uh, not to if you say they're not you not to win it right two hundred ten dollars to win a hundred right that they won't win it so gotcha. it, they still don't think it will be done but I gotta be honest with you I watched them and I know who the opponents are and everything but they made it look easy man they did wow. they did and wow. uh, and Mike right now if if you wanted to bet them to win they're plus one forty uh, Baylor plus four fifty and Michigan is your third favorite. At nine to one, and uh, yeah, you know, Michigan's the only Big Ten team left. I think that's the biggest surprise from Week One is how bad a bath the Big Ten took, and uh, it was ugly in the second round for a lot of these teams, like Iowa and Ohio State lost in the first round. But Mike, you know, if if I had to ask you right now, uh, you know, I've, I've, usually the second week, the more true, as yeah. they say, the back of the baseball card comes through. So these the blue bloods are the better teams usually come out in favor here. So if I had to ask you of the teams like Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, even Alabama, who's 10-1, to 1, who, who would you put your money on right now to win the national championship? From what I've seen, I still am going with my guys at Loyola. I saw them And I know you picked, you picked them to win To it, win it right? all. And they're 15-1 yeah, right And now. I picked them to beat Illinois. I picked them, and everybody laughed at me. Well, I'm used to that, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, but you could have found the people that... Basically, if I would have said we're having a party at the beach for people that are betting Loyola, nobody would have showed up except me. I mean, that's serious. How many people took Loyola that you know, even even with the points, Illinois is a good team, well-coached, and they looked like children. Again, they looked like they were playing a pro team, you know? I mean, it was unbelievable. I'm staying with them all the way. I really am. I'm not going to bet the game. I got mixed results on it coming up. But that doesn't mean anything. Usually mixed results, usually in my system, favor favor a team like Loyola. So, Mike, you don't see any long shots, right? Like a USC is 25 well, to 1. Was it Loyola 1? Uh, well, Loyola is 15 to 1, but you don't see, like, it's, it's foolish That's to... That's a long shot, Ranch. That is a long shot. I'm talking about, like, you know, your your Oregon mm-hmm. State's 80 to 1 right now. To What's win Oregon? Uh, Oregon is 33 to 1. Okay. We'll see about them. They're playing. They're playing USC, USC. Right? yep. And it's only a two-point deal, right? Right. Yeah, I have right. a pick on that game later. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. a good tease. Yeah, uh, I got a pick. Well, you know, I'm starting to learn uh, about the segways and yes, stuff. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was was the Big Ten a tease the whole year, Mike? Oh I mean, God! Know, I mean, we, we, everyone thought all along these Illinois is great, uh, Iowa is great. And then they were, every team was exposed. Well, that's the SEC argument in football every year. And then you see, they didn't I not tell you and Carmen last week, you know, guys, they got nine teams. I'm sort of worried that this could blow up in their face. I said that to Carmen last week. I said that Randy was right there. We were talking about the game. And then this happens. I didn't expect this, but I want to say something about the so-called analysts. Clark Kellogg, for instance, still at halftime of that game, picked Illinois to win the game. It's time for the get some blue bloods out of there and bring in people that are actually going to analyze the games and not favor the big schools. The Jay Billises, God bless them, uh, Clark Kellogg's, Seth Davis. I mean, he's mush, Davis. I mean, a lot of these guys can't pick their nose, including Clark. But for Clark Kellogg 
to pick Illinois, and I had Loyola, and I was had my hands behind my head, Randy. I said to Beebe, did he just say Illinois is going to win this game? I took the halftime bet. And I, I, I said, just said, I said, come on, are you kidding me? They made them look like dog crap. And really, the analysts on TV are heavy for the five power leagues. And that, when you tout a league and the media's behind it, it cheats the mid-majors. There's no way Michigan State should have played. There's no way Maryland should have been in that in this deal. There's the, the, the Big Ten next year or any other conference should have to win, have a winning record. Maryland, Michigan State, 9-11 and 11 in conference, and you put them in the tournament? Shame on them. And then some other schools get screwed. Up next, Mike, we have a great opportunity to talk to the man, Luke Pergandy oh, from Rob Oh, Luke Loyola, big money. And, oh. yes, we'll talk about next coming up on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple. Friday nights at 6 with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back to the Odds Couple, the best gambling show going across the country, I'd say, not even in Chicago. Uh, I'm Randy Merkin, filling in for Carmen DeFalco, along with Mike North, and it's our pleasure to bring in the man who, the presenting sponsor of Odds Couple, Luke Pergandy. Luke, how are you? Sister Jean. What's up, Randy? What's up, Mike? How are you guys? All right, pal. Luke, before we get started, before we even get to the tickets, okay, that are selling, uh, I did a little research. I saw you guys started in 2013 back in Tucson, Arizona. And this week, PropSwap is getting so much pub for the Loyola ticket that's going on, other stuff. Do you ever sit back and say, boy, what we've done since 2013 is pretty amazing? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, the first business we started in was basically in the back of a kitchen of a uh, sports bar 30 minutes southwest of the Las Vegas shop. We, we met in Tucson, but the actual business began in Las Vegas. Um, so, yeah, we, we came a little first piece from, uh, you know, shifting the butter and the buffalo sauce to the left side and putting our desks in between those two, uh, those two food items. So Man, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> that's awesome. And you know what, Luke, I wanted you to talk. Yesterday we discussed the, uh, the ticket, uh, one of the big buys in Loyola. I know – I would not get rid of any Loyola ticket right now. I think they could win this week, too. I think, uh, would you hold on to the ticket, folks, if you had Loyola, or wouldn't you? Luke, tell everybody about the Loyola ticket. Yeah, so, you know, again, I completely hear you. Do I think they lose to Oregon State? I don't, but is it possible? Of course. Sure. Of course it's possible. I would say it has a 15 to 20% chance uh, that Loyola sure. loses to Oregon State. Oregon State has looked incredible. Right, I mean, they have, they they. Cade Cunningham was the bell of the ball coming into this tournament, and they rendered him useless. Cade Cunningham is going to be the first pick in the NBA draft, and Oregon State rendered him useless. I think he had 16 points. So this team's no joke. Um, now, to your point of, would you sell or would you not? So he bet. <laughs> This ticket's from the Mirage in Las Vegas. Uh, this prop swap customer was visiting the Mirage in November. He bet $50, <laughs> and this ticket would pay $250,000 if Loyola wins it all. 
And to your point, you said, you know, you wouldn't sell. Turning $50 into sixteen k right yeah. now, yeah. like we've discussed, take eight grand of that, Agreed. put it in your pocket, take the other eight, and go bet it again at 15 to 1. Good point. And now you have a brand new ticket that pays almost two hundred thousand dollars. How many betters are savvy eight. enough? How many betters are savvy enough to do that? Uh, to right, edge? that's the problem. That's mm-hmm. the problem. And we're trying to preach that like you, this isn't all or nothing. Like you can still you know take this cash from us and go make a brand new wager. And I agree with you. People just aren't savvy enough yet. That's that's the point. Luke, you mentioned there's there's another Loyola ticket now on as well. We just got another one. Um, also from the MGM grant. MGM's going to get killed. If, if Loyola wins, <laughs> um, <laughs> it is not a good outcome. They won't be able the, to bite uh, a lion any meat. Yeah, no, the lion's going to be hungry for April <laughs> if, uh, <laughs> if Loyola wins. Yeah, $50 ticket that cashes for $75,000. Oh. I mean, it is these, – these odds that these sports books were hanging on Loyola, I just don't get it. Like, Loyola is an excellent basketball team. They went to the Final Four – uh, two tournaments ago, they were winning. People forget yeah. this. They were beating Michigan at halftime of the Final Four. It's not that like they arrived in the Final Four and got wiped. Like they were, they were winning at halftime against Michigan. So I was laughed at. No joke. I was. I bet uh, Loyola last week against Illinois. You could put the people that bet Loyola in a phone booth and have enough room for a dance floor. And and <laughs> I mean seriously, I can't. And, and they made them look like children. And I think everybody. Yeah. I think everybody agreed that the Big Ten was the best conference. Now. It was uh, it was overrated by a bunch of analysts that don't know what they're talking about. Too many teams mm-hmm. went. No, two teams didn't even have uh, winning records in conference. So I'm saying to myself, was Illinois that good, or is Loyola benefiting over the fact that they might have been in a league that was overrated, maybe the best of an overrated league? I don't know. Yeah, totally. I you. <laughs> What the Big Ten's performance has been a joke in this tournament. Um, so you're not wrong. Um, and Loyola Chicago, that was not a fluke. Like nope. they were winning from the jump. I mean, literally from from one minute in, and they they could have beat Illinois by more, right? If, if Crowley had, you know, he probably had six or seven point blank misses. He could have had forty in that basketball game. Could have Cameron Crowley against Kofi. The Illinois, you know, center who's going to be a top fifteen NBA draft pick. I mean, Cameron Crowwig from the Chicago suburbs made him look silly. Uh, Luke, before we let you go, the Masters is two weeks away. Match plays this weekend, but I assume Masters is hot as far as tickets go. What, what do you, what do you, what is it looking like? For yeah, yeah, it, Masters is red hot for props up. So dollar value, you know, you're not going to, you're rarely going to see a, a ticket at the Masters that pays two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Um, so the dollar price is higher on PropSwap for March Madness, but the volume, the number of tickets that are getting posted and sold, way higher for the Masters. It's, people just buy and sell all weekend long. Um, so get your flyers in. You know, go take some hundred to one long shots. Some you know Scott Scheffler, you know, and uh, a Ricky Fowler, even Justin Thomas. We've been seeing a ton of action on him at like fifteen to one on PropSwap. Um, so get your bets in now. There's a ton of inventory up there. And then, you know, you can sell it on Saturday morning or Sunday morning when you guys are in the hunt and, um, and cash out. Yeah, well, if Ricky Fowler, before we let you go, if he wins the Masters, where'd he go to school? Oklahoma State? 
Yep. Oklahoma State, I'll, yeah. I'll go to Gibson's in Oklahoma State garb and sit in the middle of the room. My God. Just just so you know, yeah. just so you know, he's not even in the field right now. He has Oh yeah, to, he didn't make it. He has to win. I don't know if he's he, got to win something. I think next week is the Valero. I if he yes. I don't know if he if that even wow. counts towards the match. What a he, fall that has been he for might him. Not, he might not be in. He won the players a, a few years back, man. Yep. Seriously, Rory, Rory too has been horrible recently. Yeah, yeah. R- Rory, um, Rory's been horrible. Uh, he admitted that he's he's been trying to do Bryson DeChambeau stuff on the course, and it just hasn't been working out for him so far. So there you have it. But uh, yeah, do DJ might you're repeat. One, you're one of the best golfers I in know, the world, and you I see know. another guy, and you want to play like him. Yep. Give me a break. Yep. Hey, Luke, Please. congratulations on everything. Uh, ho- hopefully that guy sells the Loyola ticket before, uh, before it's too late. But uh, great great story this week for you guys, uh, all the publicity you were getting for it. So thanks for joining us yeah. as always. Yeah, it should be an awesome week. Enjoy the game so we can guess. We'll talk next week. All right, all right thanks, right, Luke. Luke. That's Luke Burgundy. He's the presenting sponsor, Prop Swap is, oh, of the Odds Couple. And Mike, guy. we've only got a few minutes left here. Yeah. I, I don't want to get to the games, but I want to – I know you've been preaching all year, Mike, that – LeBron is not the MVP, and I know you liked Embiid, and he got hurt, so he's no longer the MVP. Uh, are you comfortable? No, I've liked the Joker for the Joker. Past month. Oh, you have liked the Joker. Yeah, for the I don't month. like okay. Embiid because he's he breaks down. Like okay, he did right, which he did. So right, right now, Mike, uh, uh, Joker is minus oh. one ten. Oh come on! Would you? So you think it's a lock that he he gets the uh, the MVP now? If he, well, I know if we get LeBron, we probably win the East. But if we get the Joker, even before we got Vuk. We got a good chance of winning. He's the best player right now in basketball. It's not the most valuable player to your team. I keep hearing people wanting James Harden. I cannot, and I, I'm sorry. If you want to overlook him averaging 16 points a game and coming in out of shape uh, and tanking at the millions of dollars he makes to get out of there, and because he's playing good now, you want to reward him? I don't think that's ever going to happen. I think he's got a stain on him for that. I think that Embiid being hurt has been a problem. LeBron's done. He's not going to win the MVP. He's going to be gone for a month. The same with Anthony Davis. I told, and I wish, you know, next week we'll talk to Luke about this. I said a month ago. I said three weeks ago the Joker looks good, but people think because of the location, Randy, you got to go by seaplane. You got to you take two trains. You got to climb a mountain, they seem. It's like not getting to New York that they're not going to vote for him. Well, now he's forcing them to. 27 points, 14 boards, like, and, a, and nine assists. Come on. And, you know, the, the best thing for him now is that Denver is actually starting to win because before they were like two or three games over 500, they're eight games over now. Uh, they're, I think, four or five seed right now in the West. And you're right, LeBron's going to be out for a while. He's yeah. six. He's six to one. Uh, you know, uh, uh, James Harden is eight, eight and a half to one, and so is Giannis. But I, I think Mike, and it's yep. crazy year. I told everybody, what are we doing? You did. But uh, let me ask you a question, yeah. Rand, because about yeah. this, because Joker is one of these guys that that I think. Uh, has to keep winning, but where would they be? Let's go this play, this game. They had to go pick up Gordon to, because they said he's got nobody around him. Where are the Denver Nuggets? Take him off the team. Leave Murray there. I want everybody to tell me if Joker's on another team and they just got an average center, the Denver Nuggets got 12 wins. I mean, seriously, yeah. he is a bona fide great player, and nobody, if the tomorrow – the Denver Nuggets told the Los Angeles Lakers, and it was possible to do, we'll trade you Joker for LeBron. They'd help LeBron pack his bags. Yep, yep. And that would be a double tandem down low that can both play high. I remember telling Carmen this last week. Joker or Anthony Davis, they can, they can switch. One guy can play high, one guy can play low. 
I'll tell you what, he's the perfect fit for that Denver offense. Though. Oh. There's no question about it. And, yep. it's, you know, he's in a market where he doesn't get a ton of publicity. But you're right, he is the favorite and probably yep. will be the MVP for the season. Up next, it's tourney time. Mike and I go through the games and give you our predictions for what's going to happen. It's all next on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. We're streaming on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Welcome back to The Odds Couple. Randy Merkin filling in for Carmen DeFalco along with Mike North. And Mikey, it's tournament time. It starts again tomorrow. Uh, I, it's weird, Mike. I got to be honest how they're doing it this year because usually it's Thursday, Friday, it. Saturday, Sunday, and you're done. Now it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I woke up today. I didn't know they weren't playing today. I'm being honest with everybody. I could be the smart, you know, even guys that study the game like me and, and know everything. There's always something that slips by. It slipped by me they weren't playing today. Did I don't really? know how. Well, I don't do the radio every day. Right. So. Yeah, I'm moving. I got a puppy I'm raising, 16 hours way, a day. That that puppy is so freaking cute. <laughs> Thanks. I love yeah. the videos and the, p- and the pictures. Well, he's got a nickname yeah. already. He's got a n- the little gangster, but that's beside the point. Uh-huh. He's, he's a gas. But I'm going to tell you something. I got to be honest with you. It, last week, do you know there were people that went to the sports book on Thursday in Las Vegas? No, was it really? Telling people to turn the TV on. The tournament's coming on. They're going, no, it's not. Tomorrow. They didn't even know a yeah. lot of people. So the, now the movie, I don't know why. They, why did they move it to Saturday? You know, I, I think it's all due. I'm I'm going to guess because they're all in the same place. There's no yeah. travel. I could, I could understand. I assume it's COVID related. but uh, No, it's, I'm going to be honest with her. I woke uh, up this morning. I go, I'm ready to go. I can't wait to put all my tournament picks in on the odds couple tonight. You know? Right. And then I look and I'm looking at the games today and it's NIT. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, stuff like that, yeah. you know. Uh, all right, so before we get to the actual yeah. games, Mike, I just want to go over the, the regions real quickly. The East region, right now, Michigan is the favorite at one and a half, uh, plus one plus one fifty. Alabama's plus one eighty. Florida State three twenty five, and UCLA is seven to one. What what say you, Mike North? Who, who do you like out of those four? The one that I think that I might lean is Florida State. Florida State because the defense they're great. Leonard Hamilton yep. has never been to the Final Four. A lot of people are rooting for Leonard Hamilton to get there. I got to be honest with you, Mike. I like Michigan at plus 150, and and I love Juwan Howard. I, I love how he coaches. I think his team responds to him. Um, you know, he had the feud with Mark Turgeon where there were some bad words said to each other. I, I just, I, I you know, we had uh, Brent, Ben Brust on Carmen. In your well, that week. sort of destroys you, the, the, the example set. Uh, they were both. He was out of line. Yeah, I mean, he had double technicals. They had to put. They had to separate them. I like Juwan. I've I've had Juwan on my show. Me and Jiggets had him on our TV show. One of the nicest guys in the world. But I heard a talk show host. I'm not going to say what TV show, uh, and there's a million of them. Say that uh, interview Juwan Howard and say that uh, he loved his maturity and humility a week after he made a spectacle of himself with Mark Turgeron. So I understand people love him, and I love him, and he's done a tremendous job. But 
but I'm saying to everybody, if you think Michigan's going to win it, I mean, they were. I was worried about the game last week. And well, they LSU, LSU's really good. I mean, that, that... well, who are they going to play now? Somebody really good. Yep. yep. And I'm and I and look at the record. So I, I think I'm going to have Florida State uh, come out of there. Okay. And you're probably Michigan. Yep. All right, let's Wait. go to the mid, Midwest region. Houston, Loyola, Syracuse is four uh, plus four fifty. Oregon State is nine to one. Houston and Loyola basically the same. You can get them anywhere between plus one seventy and plus one thirty. Uh, what says you in that region, Mike? Man, is this Bayheim's deal? Because this kid, see, I had kids that loved to play when we coached, and they would. There'd be a few kids that would run through a wall for the team and for the coaching staff. But when the best player on your team is the son of Jim Bayheim, that takes it to another level, doesn't it? It does. Yep. And I just think that it's going to be Syracuse versus Loyola, and uh, I can't pick a winner right now. I think that that's that's how it could end up, in my opinion. I love Loyola, I love it, and the center of that team. I mean, he could take all the jokes he wants. You know, he's going to be working at the mill. He's got to bowl the nine o'clock league. He works on a Budweiser truck. Here's what he does. He might have a ten if he could get himself in a little better shape. He's got all the fundamentals down. He's smart. He could be a career backup in the NBA, period. I'm not kidding. No, I, I listen, I, nothing would surprise me when it comes to anyone from Loyola. Yep. Because they're, they're doing great things. All right, we're, we're working our way through the regions yep. here. It's the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Randy Merkin for Carmen DeFalco. We're now in the South region. Mike, I saw firsthand Bay, Baylor's just a different – that's a different team. They, they were so athletic, and they just embarrassed Wisconsin – uh, they're minus 140. Arkansas, um, plus 220. Villanova, who's had all the injuries, made it to this Sweet 16. Kudos to Jay Wright. They're 5-1. to one. And Oral Roberts is 20-1. to one. Who do you like in the South region, Mike? Villanova. You like Villanova? What are they? They're 5-1. to, one well, how to, can to they come only be, Why are they so low? Because they have all the injuries. Gillespie's out for the year. No, but 5-1 to one's a good, is a nice price. Yes, it is. bad. It is a price. They're, they're playing Baylor. They're not 10-1. The they're not 15-1. Doesn't it look? I mean, oh, all right. 5-1. to one. What's Baylor? 1-4 one to four or something ba- like Baylor's that? Baylor's minus 140. So basically yeah, 140 one. to win 100. Okay. I, I like Villanova. With, I know they'll probably get how many points they're getting. Whatever points they're getting, I'm going to take Villanova in that game. I got a strong lean. Okay. All right, then let's go to the final region here, the West region. And we, you talked about before how good Gonzaga looks. Did you hear how you said really about Baylor when I said I like Villanova? Did you hear how you said you went, not really? You went, really? Like, yeah. Well, shocked. I, maybe, like shocked. Like maybe because I watched them against Wisconsin and yeah. they just were. I was like, I've never seen. I mean, yeah. I've watched every Wisconsin game. No one. Well, no maybe one. because I watched them against Georgetown for the greatest upset ever. Now I know. Okay. It's a different coach. Yes, that's a little. Well, yeah, not the same players. <laughs> well, I understand that yeah. a, a little. The players they're playing against now ain't ain't, ain't Patrick Ewing. They walking that's through that true. door. That's true. That's <laughs> true. Right, West West Region. Uh, you got Gonzaga minus three fifty. USC six to one. Oregon is uh, basically 6-1, to one, and Creighton is 16-1. to one. Now, Creighton has Gonzaga in the next round. What do you think out of the West region? Is well, it, is it Gonzaga? Gonzaga, but yeah. I think that I would take uh, put put some couch change or put some money on Oregon. I mean, just somebody you don't – I like the Florida State, Oregon, Villanova. Those are – I'm going to call them for now on because in honor of Randy, really – I mean, seriously, those three teams, if you tell somebody you like those three teams, that's what they're going to tell you. And uh, I guarantee you one of those three teams might end up making it to the Final Four. Yeah. Yeah, you're probably right. 
Uh, it's, listen. I mean, how's the tournament been going so far? Yeah. How's Ohio State doing? By the way, folks, Ohio State, I don't want to hear anything more about them when it comes to football, quarterbacks, and I don't want to hear anything about their basketball program anymore. Please. Please. It was, it was a rough out for us. Oh, we, we mentioned it before, the, the Big Ten did not have, have a, a good first weekend, and there's oh. only one left of nine. That was probably the Ohio State game was probably the worst loss because I really thought Ohio State, if they had gotten by that, was going to actually make a little noise in the tournament. But, you ever watch some of these teams and then you hear the analysts, but you watch them and you go, "Why am I not seeing the same thing that everybody else is seeing?" You can look at records, but then again, we had. I'm I'm sorry that the Power Five uh, bias when you let Michigan State in and when you let other teams and there's you have to have a 500 or above conference record for any power five conference to get in otherwise it's just blatantly biased against the little schools that's true all right mike we got a couple minutes left here let's okay. just run through the games real quickly uh oregon state loyola chicago i know where you're going on this one but i'm leading loyola leading loyola okay second game of the day it's villanova baylor Villanova's getting up to eight points which way are you leading on that one I'm leading Villanova. Leading Villanova. But I'm just saying I'm leading. I have a, Because, you know, things could change. Right. Mike, you know, uh, let me ask you a question on uh, individual games. Do you uh, do you only play the whole game or have you, do you ever play? I play the whole uh, game. You, you, so you don't play half times? You or? know what's funny? I'll lose a game. I'll lose a game at the end. And I'll go, darn it. And some guy will go, thanks, Mike. I bet the first half you had him pegged. And I'm going, wait a minute. I picked them for the whole game. But that what they say is, okay, I may, they're starting to lose some steam at the end of the half. They jump off. But they won the first half because I told them to pick the whole game. I can't do it. I never did that stuff. I did a proposition bet. You want to hear the best one? You want yeah. to hear the word? Oh, you talk about the Gonzaga double beat? How about this, Randy? Last night, I had the Wizards plus three. They're winning by oh. 17. They oh. lose by four. That's not all. I had Russell Westbrook to get a triple-double, $100 to win $450. Oh they lose gosh. by one with the spread, and Russell Westbrook has double in points, 18 rebounds, and nine assists. Oh my I gosh. lost both by one point. That, that's, that's a <laughs> tough one. <laughs> and then I got to go to bed. Yeah. But you know what? <laughs> You know, you, you came and tell. I mean, you're you're handling it well. So, oh well, yeah. no, I, I I'm conditioned to you yeah. got to be a, because I got how you know how many breaks I've gotten in the oh, yeah. in the NFL season sure. and and see how about that game? I was down to Spurs the other night against the Bulls, and they come back not the other night a week ago, right? And they come back from twenty five down. So you know what it evens out. Yes, it absolutely does. Yep. Uh, a couple more games to get to: Oral sure. Roberts, Arkansas. Uh, this is the one that everyone kind of feels. Or Oral Roberts, the fifteen seed, Arkansas. Is such a fast-paced team. It's an 11-point spread. Mm-hmm. Which way are you leaning in that one, Mike? You know what? I'm. I'm. I want to see our. I, I want to see them beat the spread. You know, but I don't think they got a shot in this game. But Oral Roberts, it's a senior-laden team like the all small schools, and you know what? They can make four-year guys can make one and two-year guys look bad. Uh, I'd probably lean the points. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we've got Syracuse, Houston, which I'm kind of surprised this spread. Six and a half points for the Qs. They're getting six and a half points against Houston. Houston struggled in their last game to barely beat Rutgers. I'm taking Syracuse plus the six and a half on a lean. Uh, in fact, uh, I don't know if I'm going to have a, a play on that one either at the end. I'll say it's a lean right now. 
uh, because I'm deciding between that game and an NBA game that I have tonight. So gotcha. I'm still. I, you ever go all day on a game? Uh, no. You ever go all day on which game to bet between two games? Oh yes, yes, oh, yes. That's yes. what I've been yes, doing. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I like. I, I tell you what. I I think that uh, Syracuse. I have a I'll lean against them against Houston. Syracuse. Okay. Lean. Kelvin Sampson, man, I love that guy. He's a bandit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he just shows up every three years. He'll never coach again. And then the next thing you know, he's, he's got him going somewhere big. And they're succeeding. Uh, yeah. All right, Mike, we'll get to the other four games coming up sure. after we talk to our guy. Jimmy! Jim Miller is next, coming up on The Odds Couple. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValgo and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Chicago's home for sports is the new home of the White Sox. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back to The Odds Couple. Randy Merkin in for Carmen DeFalco along with Mike North. And this is the final week we'll be on Friday nights after this because of the White Sox season starting. Only a podcast on Friday and the replay will be on Saturday morning, but uh, we're thrilled to be on one more time here on Friday night. And we're also thrilled, Mike, to bring in the handicapper from Hawthorne. This guy is fantastic. As Mike just mentioned his name, Jim Miller. Jim, how are you, buddy? I'm good, boys. Mike, you have been on fire, my friend. I've been following you. And thank goodness you were carrying us last weekend because I was so, so bad. But those yeah, but weekends glad, are going to happen, my friend. We're picking it up this weekend. Well, I'm glad that uh, you know you've been hot every week. Uh, so, so, so you had a, a clunker like I've had. But uh, I, I, I didn't know your punishment. For anybody who doesn't know, Jimmy came a little late. He had to shoe a horse uh, before he came out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what you got. Hey, if you've ever tried to throw a saddle on, on one of those oh, thoroughbreds when they yeah. get a little bit active, it's not a whole lot of fun. I'll tell you that. I bet. Uh, so, Jimmy, uh, before we get to the nuts and bolts of your picks and everything else going on and getting ready for the Derby, a couple questions for you. How exciting or how crowded or how great has it been for the points bet sports books, which are now open in two locations, uh, you know, with a tournament going on and baseball about to start? And how, how great has it been for you guys? I'll tell you, the timing couldn't have been any more perfect for, for opening the location of Prospect Heights, but also getting uh, some little bit of an ease for capacity restrictions too to be able to get some more bodies in these locations and we're open in prospect heights we're open in crestwood of course we have the location on site at hawthorne race course but they were busy all weekend long and the cool thing was you have the capability to come and sit there and enjoy the games during the afternoon or you have the bet and go aspect randy which is nice you can go in place your wagers go home and watch the games too but i'll tell you it was very busy in each location which was good we have to follow our restrictions for our mass restrictions and then capacity restrictions. But we're taking reservations at each and every location, and I'll tell you, they're filling up quickly. You know, i got to tell you, I've, I, and, and I've never been a big horse rider, but I've ridden a couple times where uh, my, quite frankly, was very painful, if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but i got to tell you, you brought up, uh, Jimmy, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, the horseshoes. Do you know how to saddle a horse? Do you, have, you, have you ever shooed a horse? Uh, or, or are you basically just on the business end? I have never shooed a horse. I have saddled a horse before. And, and I'll tell you this, there's one benefit to being tall, and that it comes when you're saddling a horse, too, because 
makes it a little bit easier to get over the top of that horse there to get the saddle saddle on. But shoeing, that's something I'm not going to mess around with because <laughs> I'm, I'm scared of a horse firing one of those hind legs back, sure. knocking you out, hitting your jaw or something along those lines. I've seen these guys do it. They're very professional. They're very good about it. But uh, I, I could never handle doing that. They're, they're too big, too strong of an animal for me to mess around with. Uh, all right, Jimmy, I got a question for you. And yep. you know, every weekend I always bet the, the races you give out to us. And I'll go on TVG or whatever, and I'll watch it, and I'll see on the bottom right-hand corner, it'll say fairgrounds, two minutes to post. Okay, So I'm like, yep. all right, cool, I'll watch the race in two minutes. But then it's another 10 minutes before they actually start. So what's the point of having two minutes to post if I have to wait 10 more minutes to watch the race? Yeah, and I'll tell you, that's been the hardest thing, too. That's the, probably the hardest thing in the industry is juggling around post times to avoid other racetracks. And we do it at Hawthorne, and we have to, because you look at these major circuits. Gulfstream Park is always a major circuit. Uh, you look at some of these places, fairgrounds on a big day, Santa Anita on a big day. So that's part of the reason why at Hawthorne we have a little bit later post time, just because there's less traffic to avoid. But you're right, you do see that. You'll see a post time listed, and they may go five, six, seven minutes later than that. Usually there's a method to the madness, at least there is for us, but that, that's become really more of a guide than anything else. People don't hold to it quite as strictly as they, as they used to or, or really as they need to, but that is the reason why. All right, Jimmy, make some people some money this weekend. We're going to make money this weekend. We're starting early, very early on Saturday, overseas in Dubai and Maidan. The UAE Derby is a 100-point derby prep on Saturday morning. It goes as race five. Bet the eight-horse Panadol uh, to win in place, 9-2 to in the morning line. This is a horse that's only run twice on its career, but run very well in each start. And then we're coming back overseas. We're going to Turfway Park, race 11. That's the Jeff Ruby Stakes. Bet the nine, hard ride guy across the board, 10-1 to in the morning line, improving with each out. And then the horse that I think is going to win the Kentucky Derby races on Saturday in the Florida Derby, race 14, bet the seven, greatest honor just to win. We hit this one a few weeks ago. I think this horse is the goods, and I think greatest honor wins right back. All right, Jimmy, bounce back week for you. You've been so amazing all year, so I'm, I would not be surprised if you hit all three of these. So and I by, like it, boys. And by the way, Mike, Jim and I brokered a deal between our two travel baseball teams. We'll, we'll be playing two games, one in May and one in July, right, Jim? That's right. Two games. It's nice to get the kiddos back on the field, too, and do it a little bit earlier in the year. I'm excited to watch these guys play. If Merck's kid strikes out my kid, though, we might have some issues there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what. That's Branch Ricky and Phil Wrigley right there. Folks. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, have a great weekend. Thanks, as always, for joining Jimmy! us. Buddy. You got it, boys. Take care. That's the great Jim Miller. And, Mikey, we've got a couple minutes left here, and yeah. we've got to get to your, to your best play. Of the weekend, so let's get to real quickly. I know you okay. want to talk about Aloy uh, Jimenez, but let's get to the other four games okay. uh, that will be tip off the Take four on the four on Sunday. Absolutely, uh, Creighton Gonzaga. It's a, the biggest spread of the weekend. It's uh, you can get it at thirteen and a half to fourteen points. Uh, what what say you in that game, Mike? I don't know what the money line is. It should be like five. Uh, it's it's, it's eleven hundred. So it's eleven hundred. Yeah. So you have That's to probably yeah. the safest da- damn money. You know, yeah. have the guts to do it. Stupid. Uh, it, it's a dumb bet. Uh, I, I got to just go with Gonzaga yeah. winning the game. I don't know if they're going to cover or not. Come okay. On. Uh, Florida State, Michigan should be a great game. Two kind of different styles. Michigan, a two-and-a-half point favorite. Well, I'm going to take uh, uh, the other way because uh, I'm shocked that a Wisconsin man would even associate himself with Michigan. I see. My, I, before I went to Wisconsin, I was a diehard. I rooted for Michigan so hard in that 1989 yeah. championship. I, I, I love Michigan. You're still a big fan of the radio station you worked at before if you did, or are you a fan of this? Well, okay, good point. Good point. <laughs>
<laughs> I'm telling you. All I'm going to tell you, Rand, you got the Big Ten. You're big. First of all, I call you Big Ten, Randy. You yeah. Know that. Yep. I, I'm going. I'm going the other way. I'm not. I, I'd love to go with Juwan. I really like their team. Wagner had an off game, sorta. So you know what? I hope they win. That's all I'm going to tell you. Okay. UCLA versus uh, Alabama. Alabama a big favorite in this one. Six mm-hmm. and a half. I well, know. I have Alabama winning this game in the brackets. And I, my brackets, like I said today, with Jesse Rogers and Connor McKnight, been going pretty good. But what do you see when the smog lifts? UCLA, Randy. Yes. You gave that out earlier today, man. <laughs> yes, yes. Absolutely. Yes. That's one of my picks. UCLA, uh, whatever points they're getting. They're a six and a half. Okay. Okay. And uh, you mentioned it too on the Why money are you line. hedging? Why, what happens if it's up to seven? Do I lose then? No, no. Okay, no, I'm just no. checking. Okay. You sound like my book. Uh, and then, real quickly, Oregon, USC, uh, two Pac 12 teams facing off. Uh, USC is a two point favorite. Boy, USC, the, what I'm hearing, they're like the second coming of UCLA back in the 60s. I'm taking Oregon, only getting two. Okay, and Oregon looked great. Who are you taking? Uh, I like Oregon in that game, too. You Oregon. can't just shun, shun your responsibility. You Oregon, to Oregon, Oregon looked really good when they played, <laughs> yes, uh, they did. When they played Iowa. So, yep. uh, Mike, uh, unfortunately, a bad injury for the White Sox this week. Eloy Jimenez uh, tore his pectoral muscle. He's going to be out five to six months. However, the Sox, Mike, even though they lost one of their best hitters, are still the second favorite right now in the American League to win the pennant. So what, what do you think about that? 40 home runs in the middle of the lineup, 100 RBIs, hard to beat. Should have never been in the outfield. I, I contained last year he was a DH. That he, uh, he should have worn a cowbell around his neck because he was going to kill Robert or Robert was going to kill them. They couldn't even call each other off baseballs. Then what he did is very serious. And I know Steve Stone and what everybody's saying is that, you know, uh, it's not a game that meant anything, but your competitive juices flow. But, yeah, it looks like what he did was just uh, irresponsible almost for himself. And I'm worried that it's going to hurt him, like I told Connor McKnight today, even worse. So I'm hoping he's okay. Seems a, like a fun guy. Wears his hat crooked, doesn't button his shirt. Got 15 chains around. I mean, they got a little personality to him, so it's a shame. It is a shame, and you know I've I've been told the people who cover him love him. Like he's a great kid. And yeah, they're they're all torn up. They can't believe. And by it, the know. way, it went from eighty seven or eighty eight to eighty four now. The right. uh, the over under. I mean, right. that's how big he means to that lineup. So Tony Larusa, Adam Engel, he'll save you in the outfield. He'll get the balls that Eli would never think of getting to. So he's going to save some runs. Hopefully, he hits two sixty, two seventy, or they get somebody else to help him out. And the White Sox right now to win the division to win the Central. Uh, are still the favorites at minus one fifteen. The Twins plus one forty five. So I mean, listen, the Sox still have a great team. So I still, I, I know. So you're the pretty... Sox are second to the Twins at one forty five. Sox are no, one fifteen. Sox are the first favorite at minus one fifteen. The Twins are plus one. Don't you almost have to take the Twins just because of the injury? The fact that the Sox may need another starter. Yep. They have five DHs. I mean, I said McCann was going to hurt us. We're losing two players. We have two starters out now, folks. McCann. And Eloy from last year's yeah. team. Yep. Bad. Yep. All right, Mike, we're down to the final minutes here. Let's get your uh, your best bets oh, for the weekend. This isn't complicated, Randy. You okay. Know me and you, we just go and we just tell people. I don't even know who's on these teams, to be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, the last guy, my good friend Jason Caffey, 
who I loved from Alabama. We were buddies. Uh, he, he showed up in a flannel shirt at the press conference for the Bulls. Uh, Enos Watley was a Bull that played for Alabama. I just can't go with him. I think UCLA's on a little bit of a mission here. Uh, I like UCLA plus the six and a half plus seven, and I also like Syracuse uh, to uh, not maybe beat them, but I think Houston, I've watched them this year, very impressive team, but they had some some games where they, you know, would get hit late spurts and stuff like that. I'm gonna, I, I liked both Houston and Alabama, and it's impossible that I would sweep them until I did all my stuff, and it gave me Syracuse and UCLA. Those are my two picks. So what okay. you got? Uh, I'm just going to give you one, Mike, and okay. uh, I'm going to go against your Villanova pick. I, I watched Baylor against Wisconsin. I watched Baylor a couple times this year, and they're the real deal. What's the spread? It's seven and a half. I will take gladly take the seven and a half in Baylor against... You and I got lunch against, on this. All right, done. When done. We, very, very cool. Very nice. Back when we could come out, I'll see you in two years. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that's going to wrap it up for the final time in a long time uh, for the odds couple, but yep. you can always catch the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Uh, Mike, it's been a pleasure Saturday filling Saturday morning. In. Tomorrow, Encore, always all year. Absolutely. Encore all year, every, every morning, every Saturday morning. So long, everybody! This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports.